Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head coach uh, Matt Desimo. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from uh, a little after 6 p.m. until 6.45, until the end of the football season every Monday, and then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year. Of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mussimpatu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms uh, Senate Campaign, Dr. Uh, Rosenzweig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. We're here at uh, the studios of Kane uh, Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 uh, on uh, at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. And you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or sign up for Simple Radio app and negotiate through the app and listen to Kane Radio. And you can now listen to Kane Radio on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Kane 1240, and she will. Meanwhile, Coach, uh, heartbreaking loss uh, last Friday against uh, District Foe, Ascension Episcopal Blue Gators. Of course, the Panthers had a great win the week before against the Eunice Bobcats, came back last Friday with a hard-fought road uh, loss. Uh, Can you give our listeners maybe a little synopsis of the game last Friday and uh, what took place? Yeah, um, you know, we went out there, um, credit where credit's due. You know, Ascension went out there and played a great game. <clears throat> their coaches had a great game plan, and their players executed it perfectly. Um, but, you know, we went out there, started the game off. They they took the ball, they won the toss, and they um, elected to receive, and they, they went on a, pretty much an eight-, nine-minute drive um, to open the game up, and, and they ended up picking up a few third-down conversions, um, which, you know, we, we that's one of our focuses this week, <clears throat> to get off the field on third down. Um, they ended up scoring on a one-yard rush on a fourth and one um, on the goal line, um, which, you know, that, that's tough, tough giving up those types of plays. Um, you know, third downs, fourth downs, um, got to find a way to get off. Um, but, you know, like I said, they went down, they drove uh, eight, nine minutes off the clock to start the game. Um, that was kind of their game plan going into it, running the clock down, snapping the ball with one second to go uh, pretty much every single play, and, and they executed it really well. Um, we're going to the second quarter. We're driving. Well, so our first our first possession, we're driving down the field, doing a good job, and um, we, we you know we run a flood concept. Um, they cover it really well, and you know Luke Landry, I think he tries to force it in there, trying to make a play, which you know credit 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 our kids trying to make plays. Um, but I think he was trying to do a little bit too much, where he had a chance he could have pulled it down and ran it. Um, but you know we we threw it. Their their player made a great play on it, made a great interception. Um, you know so that kind of that kind of ended that drive. Um, our defense stepped up. I think we got a three and out right after that, uh, forced the punt. Um, then we ended up going down, driving, driving again, uh, getting inside the inside the red zone, um, getting a fourth down, getting uh, getting a fourth down, getting held up. So we ended up kicking the field goal with Bennett Boudreaux, who uh, makes twenty seven yard field goal. We're down seven three. Um, then Ascension goes and gets another drive, um, a long drive down, end up scoring another one yard rush to to um, to go up fourteen three. Um, we're kind of pretty much out of time right there, so that's kind of how the first half ends. And in halftime, uh, what were you telling your kids uh, with regards? You know, the score you're down by 11. 
And uh, what was uh, kind of the push uh, in that regard uh, to let your kids know? I'm sure, you know, you uh, you basically are going to receive the uh, second half kickoff. So uh, you could cut that score down pretty quickly. Um, basically, you know, tell the kids that, that you know, it, it's self-inflicted wounds. Um, you know, not getting off the field on third downs defensively. Uh, we ended up having another turnover. I think, it, I think it was in the second quarter. We ended up throwing another interception. Um, you know, so those types of things are really what killed us. Um, turnovers in the first half, uh, like I said, defensively, not getting off the field on third down and fourth down conversions. Um, and we talked about it. we knew it was going to be a 48-minute ball game, you know, going in there from, from, from the get-go. Um, and, and that's what it was. Uh, so, you know, going into the second half, we, we kind of came out. We started – we ran the ball a little more with Javon, which I wish we'd have kind of went with a little bit earlier in the game because um, we ended up getting behind. And, you know, once you start getting behind and time starts running, especially with their offensive game plan, um, it kind of kind of cut that out to where we couldn't run it quite as much. We had to throw the ball more to try to move downfield. But um, Javon had a, a really good really good second half. He, he, he ended up with a, a five-yard rushing touchdown to, to finish off our opening drive of the third quarter. Um, which put us down 14-10, um, and then Ascension went down and drove again, scored again, uh, which you know, which hurt right there. You know, cut cut the cut the lead down to four points, and they go back and, and bring it back up. Um, then our next series, we you know, we open up with a run, we get a good a good gain, and then we try to do a little jet sweep, and we ended up fumbling the exchange. We're able to get back on it, but then it put us instead of being, you know, we went from second and two to, to third and 12. What, those turnovers, uh, were they in the positive or the negative uh, side of the field? Um, both. <laughs> okay. So the one I'm talking about right now, we actually got back on the ball, but we were in the negative side of the field. Um, so it bring, bring up a third and third and long. We ended up not converting the third down, so we had to punt it away. Um, and then I think Ascension goes down and scores again right there, kicks a field goal that time, I believe, um, which puts us down more. Uh, you know, we, we, we put together a couple drives, another drive, and we end up going down. Javon gets another uh, short rushing touchdown, um, pushing it in. Uh, Bennett Boudreau kicks the PAT, so we end up down 30-17. to 17. We just kind of run out of time from that point on. Um, but, you know, like I said, we give credit where credit is due. They came out. They played a great game. Um, you know, we, like I said, we shot ourselves in the foot a few too many times. Um, it's going to be tough to beat good teams if we turn the ball over four times, which is what we ended up doing. Um, but, you know, I, I think our guys are going to respond well. Um, you know, they came out today ready to go. Um, Saturday we, we had a really good film session, talked about the things we need to work on, the things we need to get better at. And, uh, you know, I think our kids kids were down on the loss, but they were, they were still positive on the season, ready to go, ready to keep competing and keep getting better. And, uh, you know, with that coach, you did a pretty good job of running and throwing the football. You you ran for approximately 151 yards on 27 carries. Uh, that's almost uh, uh, six yards a pop, too, uh, with that, of course, it's a little under that. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, with that also, uh, you know, you had 154 yards in passing. Uh, did a lot of that come uh, late in the game when you were down, uh, trying to get back in the game, throwing the ball down the field? Uh, no, I mean, it was kind of balanced the whole way through. Um, you know, I, I try to be as balanced as we can be to keep teams on their toes. Um, but like I said, you know, I probably should have ran a little bit more early on. Um, we were a little bit bigger up front. Um, so, you know, it is what it is, but no, I think we we got our yards pretty pretty evenly throughout the game. I believe um, mm-hmm. I felt like our you know I thought our game plan was pretty good. Um, we just didn't always execute great. Um, I think I think we were trying to do too much at times. You know, like I said, um, which you know got to give credit to the kids. They're trying to make big plays, trying to do things, but you know sometimes they're trying to do too much. Um, is what kind of how I felt, kind of how we talked about it. Um, you know, we didn't always put them in the greatest position. Like I said, you know, for me offensively, we we probably could have ran it more early on. Um, so, you know, I, I could have done better on my end. Um, but like I said, you know, our guys were trying to make plays and you, you can't, you can't 
can't get down on kids for that. No, I understand that. And, uh, of course, uh, four turnovers uh, pretty much uh, – uh, they committed two, but uh, in the meantime, uh, you were only penalized three times for 25 yards. Uh, you were three for nine on uh, third down conversions, while you were two for two for fourth down conversions. They were they were eight out of 15, uh, a little over 50 percent, while they were one for four. I uh, didn't realize they'd gone on fourth down that often. You know, uh, they were one for five on fourth down through the course of the game. Uh, of course, you made your one and only field goal uh, like they did uh, in the meantime, but. Uh, uh, time of possession, not sure. Looks like an inaccurate figure here. Probably was closer to uh, 24-01 you had put in your favor and 23-39 maybe in theirs or somewhere in that vicinity. But uh, you mentioned off the air you came through that game pretty much in, uh, injury-free other than some bumps and bruises, you know, which uh, after six games through the course of the year, uh, it takes its toll. And, uh course uh that's over with you the go- game is done but you have another big game this coming uh, friday night which is homecoming for the panthers and uh a lot of activities going on at school too uh coach uh i guess uh with that uh, uh going back to the game itself uh, let me uh uh bring this back up again javon brown uh this was his second game back is that accurate uh, or was it his third game, second game back? Second game back, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, 13 carries for 71 yards along with two touchdowns. Big mm-hmm. old running back for you, uh, Luke Landry. Five carries for 54 yards. It, did did you have any issues with pass protection or anything like that? Uh, uh, did uh, Luke have time to throw the football? No. Um, you know, he, he they, the protection was there. Um, he, he had pretty good time. You know, like I said, I feel like he tried to do a little bit too much at times. Um, but, you know, got to give credit where credit is due. He, he tried. You know, he was trying to make plays with his sure. arm. Um, and, you know, in the second half, he used his feet more, which is what we talked about at halftime. You know, whenever whenever they're dropping eight guys and, and they're, you know, they're under all our route combinations to, to just take off, and that's when he picked up most of his rushing yards was in the second half. Um, but, no, the protection was good. I thought our O-line played really well. Okay. Um, so, Anyway, 15 out of 25, 154 yards, but uh, no touchdown passes, which he'd thrown pretty many, a lot of touchdown passes earlier in the year. Uh, but those three interceptions and the fumble uh, kind of set y'all back a little bit. And uh, that's something I'm sure that uh, you can do better, like you mentioned uh, already a couple of times, that uh, just not necessarily trying to force the ball, just trying to do a little bit too much, as you mentioned, yep. uh, with Luke. And, uh, of course, uh, with that uh, Ascension Episcopal uh, Right now, you've got uh, what, four more district games left. Uh, uh, Delcom this weekend, Franklin, then Lauraville, over in Lauraville, then uh, a last, I believe, a home game against West St. Mary. Is that the last game of the year for uh, the Panthers? Uh, it's going to be at West St. Mary. Okay, though. it's going to be in Baldwin. Okay, uh, yep. with that. So, uh, with that, uh, the Panthers. Uh, and as uh, I pulled up today, and you'd mentioned to me off the air also that uh, right now the Panthers, as of uh, before Friday's game, were the number four seed and the select in the power ratings for Division Three that y'all are in. Is yes, that correct? Three. Division and Three ahead of y'all, Calvary Baptist, which has another fine team this year, along with St. Charles. Uh, I believe the defending. Uh, well, they def- they the defending state champs. I yes, do believe. I believe so. Like three yeah. times. And then Isidore Newman, even without Arch Manning, they've got a young man named Eli Friend. That's a quarterback down there. Is doing a pretty good job for him. Uh, with that, so uh, you mentioned to me also off the air that you think you are coming right now at uh, around six right yes, now. I believe we dropped ranking. to six. And with that power ranking, uh, uh, I think the first eight teams get by, so you'll have a bye uh, if everything remains the same. 
And uh, with that, also, uh, you'd have a home game at least, too, yep. uh, through the course of the playoff action as everything stays the same. Yes. So, uh, anyway, in the first eight teams get buys in the uh, – it's a 24-team bracket, I do believe. Yeah, but it's set up like a 32-team, like the old school one, so that's why the first eight teams have buys. Okay. And uh, with that, uh, of course, you also mentioned no injuries coming out of this other than the bumps and bruises. So, yep. uh with that, uh, anything more before we move on, uh, uh, Coach? I know there's a lot of activities going on this week with homecoming uh, Friday uh, night over at Panther Stadium. Um, no, I guess the only thing, we also had a JV game this past week. Um, okay. Well, kind of a JV game. Our JV played Turlings as freshmen okay. um, last minute because, like, like, you know, Ascension had to back out. They didn't have the numbers to play JV. All right. Um, so we ended up playing Turlings as freshman team. Uh, we ended up winning 20-7 to on Tuesday at home. So, okay. So our JV team's doing really well. Our JV team's 5-1 and one right now, um, playing some good ball, um, playing hard, uh, you know, making some mistakes here and there, but that's how you learn. So, so sure. I'm, I'm proud of the way those guys have been competing, the way they've been playing week in, week out. And even though you're taking on freshmen, uh, I'm sure you have a lot of freshmen that play in sophomores yes. and maybe a junior or two that yeah, uh, doesn't it's, play it's, much. it's mostly freshmen and sophomores. Yeah. Um, you know, mostly freshmen. We have, you know, we have a decent number of sophomores that play, but we do have a few sophomores that are starting in varsity that don't play on oh, JV2. I understand that. So uh, in the meantime, uh, so thanks for looking up. Uh, of course, uh, let's go into uh, – uh, the Frank, uh, the Franklin, the Delcom game, the Delcom Panthers Friday night. K A N E will be broadcasting that game with uh, airtime between six thirty, six thirty-five, and a kickoff at seven. Uh, with that, and uh, why don't you tell our folks a little bit about the Delcom Panthers, coached by Artie Lauza? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty familiar with Coach Artie. You know, we used to play them when I was at Ascension when he was at Highland Baptist too. So we were in the same district back then. Um, Coach Artie, he, he's a, a wing T guy. He does a really good job with it. Um, I'm pretty sure he's still calling the offense, but they're definitely running wing T. Um, and like I said, he's always done a really good job with it. Um, you know, I think they're pretty young this year. I think they have a lot of freshmen, sophomores. Um, so, so they're, in, they're, they're going through some growing pains right now, but they've gotten better from what I can see week in, week out. Um, you know, we have the previous three films on them. So each week I feel like they've gotten better, um, you know, those, those, those young kids growing as, as football players and all that. So I think, you know, the future's, the future's bright for them, but, um, but, you know, like I said, they're, they're wing T on offense. Uh, they run the ball a lot. They don't throw it too, too much. Um, I think they only threw it like seven or eight times in the oh, last, okay. in the last yeah, three games. Okay. Um, so, you know, we, we, we have a pretty good idea of what we're going to get out of them. Um, I'd say they're 95 to 98% run. Um, but that doesn't mean that they won't come out and throw the ball a little bit more against us. Um, so we're preparing for all that. Um, on the other side of the ball, defensively, they're, they're pretty much a 4-2-5, cover three. Uh, they play a lot of middle field closed. All right. um, they will play some some cover one in the red zone, things like that, some man coverage in the red zone, but still with a, a single high safety. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what we're expecting. They'll play some some even front where they have two. The, their two defensive tackles are lined up over the guards, and they'll also play an over front where to like the tight end side, they'll be shaded to the th- to a three tech, the outside of the guard. All right. Um, and the weak side, there'll be a one tech or a shade over the center. And uh, they basically uh, matching up with them uh, uh, size-wise, uh, teams, uh, you um, Panthers a little more size-wise. Yeah, we're definitely bigger than they are. Like I said, I mean, they're young. They're young. They and may you have up, numbers on them, too, if do. my memory is correct. Yes, I'm not sure how many they have on their roster, but um, but we're definitely the larger larger roster size team. Um, and like I said, you know, they're pretty young, so they may end up being a pretty big big squad, but they're um, – they're, they're young right now, and we're, we definitely have the size advantage, I think, from yeah. what I can see on film. Okay. All right. And, of course, uh, you, you're your own offensive coordinator. Is that correct? Yes. So, uh, with that and the defensive uh, coordinators, Coach uh, Coach o- Henry Overberger. Yeah. yeah. Coach O. Coach O uh, with that. So, uh, 
Uh, I know a lot going on uh, at Catholic High with the festivities and all. Let's let's go ahead and take a break, and we can come back and talk about homecoming and uh, what takes place during the course of the week and uh, maybe a little bit more information on the Delcom Panthers. So you're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports. Let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call. 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See Center for details. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And uh, with Coach uh, Matt Decimo here, and I know, Coach, a lot going on. Uh, we talked uh, about the football game last weekend, the upcoming opponent uh, in the Delcom Panthers uh, Friday night, which Kane Radio will broadcast uh, uh, from Catholic High uh, uh, airtime around 6.30, 6.35 with the tip kickoff around uh, 7 o'clock. And uh, with that, Coach, uh, I know the uh, volleyball team has uh, done pretty well. We talk about the uh, Coach Gary Westcott's uh, ladies doing pretty well so far this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, they're, they're a solid team. They, they work hard and, and all those good things. Um, they're 25-8 and eight right now overall. Um, I think they went – I think they won uh, – they won – six games last week uh they beat st martinville and cecilia in three sets in regular games and they played in the niche tournament over the weekend they won four tournament games against ascension cecilia berwick and covenant christian all of them in two sets 
Um, so they didn't drop a set all week last week, um, which is pretty impressive. Um, and some of those games, I know that they're in their district, which they, they're in a pretty small district. I think it might just be them. I think there are four teams at County Catholic High, I think. I think there's – I thought it was three, but it might be four. Yeah, but either way, it's pretty small. That's right. So, it is that small. You're right about that. But, I um, think St. Martinville along with Catholic High, and I think there are two other teams okay, maybe so. in that uh, district. But there aren't many. You're no. right about that. It might be three, but there are yeah. not many games, district games so, in that regard. Yep. Yeah, so they had – like I said, they, they won six, six games last week. They only – from what I saw on the schedule, they only have two this week. They play Abbeville tomorrow, and they also play Beauchene, Abbeville at home tomorrow, and they play at Beauchene on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I don't it, think they have anything on the weekend. And, you know, I think maybe Abbeville might be in their district. I think it might be St. Mordenville and Abbeville. Yeah, you might be right about that. I can't think of anybody else in the area that's also in that district uh, in that regard. But uh, right now, you know, they're kind of caught in a crossfire there, too. Their Catholic High is a double-A uh, select and I'm looking through this uh, uh, power ratings uh, effective, and this is effective as of last Tuesday. Uh, Hannon, uh, Parkview Baptist, Vanderbilt Catholic, E.D. White, uh, St. Michael the Archangel, I guess that's out of Baton Rouge, yep. and Lafayette Christian, uh, which played up in uh, football, basketball, et cetera. But Catholic High is the highest double-A rated team uh, in those power ratings uh, right now. So, uh uh, they uh, and I think Hannon's sixteen and one. I think they might be the defending volleyball champ too, uh, if my so. memory serves me correctly. In that uh, particular Division Three, yeah, volleyball is a little bit different. It's always been different, just because there's not as many schools that play. Um, so they've always been a divisional a divisional sport, um, and there's only five divisions. It's not split up by select and non-select. Um, so like like you were saying, there's a lot more crossover between you know 3a schools and in this case some 4a schools and, and us a, a bigger 2a school that plays volleyball um so it, you know it is kind of it is a little bit different from from the uh, other major sports like football and baseball and basketball um but that's how it's pretty much always been but his girls are really playing well like you said uh, as their record as of last week was 19 and 8 they played uh, uh six games this past week uh matches i should say and they're uh six and oh at 25 and eight pretty impressive too uh, the they're about uh, uh, how's my math now a point three uh, percentage points behind Lafayette Christian and about uh, point five behind uh, St. Michael. I guess that's St. Michael, the Archangel out of Baton Rouge. Yes, it is. Um, looking at GoPreps.com, which they they keep the uh, power ratings pretty updated, and they're normally right on with LHSA. All right. Um, they have us our girls at five right now. So oh, wow. we so we jump St. Michael and Lafayette Christian. Um, so it'd be Ort Hannon. Parkview, E.D. White, Vanderbilt Catholic, and then us. Um, and these are normally pretty much updated as long as soon as uh, as soon as the scores are put into LHSA site. These normally, I think, they have some kind of Excel spreadsheet program that that pulls it from the LHSA site and automatically updates it. So they're they're normally pretty accurate. Um, so I would say that's that's probably a pretty pretty good estimation. Now we're really really t- tight with St. Michael the Archangel. We're fifteen point two one. They're fifteen point two zero. So it's only one hundredth of a point. Yeah, that uh, makes a difference too. In the, uh, that, but uh, coach, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, with of course with volleyball, uh, is that the same precedent being set uh, with a twenty four team? Uh, 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 playoff? Do you even know? I'm kind of taxing I think, your. Uh, I think it's 32. It's 32 um, because uh, uh, the the smaller of the. Uh, uh, yeah, well, it would make you know, select and non-select yeah. being. Uh, it would make more sense looking at uh, according to GoPreps, there's 57 teams in Division Three. Okay. So it'd make more sense to be 32. Um, as far as you know, in the football playoff and the basketball and baseball now, um, there's eight divisions instead of five. So right. there's, there's only, I don't know, like 40 teams 
Uh-huh. So if you do 32 teams, there wouldn't be very many that don't make it. So, okay. so that's why those are smaller brackets. But I, I would guess, and I'm pretty sure that it is 32 teams in volleyball still. Okay, and uh, Coach Gary Westcott doing an excellent job as he has over the course of the years at Catholic High. As uh, the young ladies, uh, of course, said, with that too, uh, I think the playoffs start sometime in late October. Am I correct in that assumption? Uh, with that, I think, uh, it, I think it might be very early November because I know that they always, I think the girls always play in that. Um, spooktacular tournament that ESA hosts every year, like okay. right, right, right around Halloween. So that's why I think it's November. And of course, ESA, one of the dominant teams in volleyball in the state of Louisiana too. Uh, so good competition though. Uh, I'm sure they have a highly qualified teams there. Uh, Lady yeah. Panthers who get a lot of uh, experience in playing in some of those matches too yeah, in, in that regard. So uh, with that, uh, I don't know. I was looking too for uh, some other sports like uh, soccer. I don't know if soccer has uh, gotten any underway yet uh, with the cooler weather and all. Uh, I'm not sure when soccer gets going. So, so I believe soccer and basketball both officially started today. Oh, okay. I think their official first practice day is today. Okay, all right. Um, I know for sure basketball, I think soccer's today as well. Okay, and there are many ladies that play volleyball that are also be on the soccer team, do you know? I think there's even? a couple. I only there's two too many that cross over between volleyball and soccer, but I know that I can think of one or two, though, off the top of my head. Of course, with soccer also comes uh, uh, boys, too, uh, mm-hmm. with that. So uh, with those sports, and, uh, of course, over the years, the Catholic High soccer teams have been pretty good in that estimation. Of course, the girls uh, uh, have done going pretty well, and the boys at one time, a couple of years ago, maybe even three or four were ranked, I think, number one in the state and uh, were defeated by a team that ended up winning the state championship. But uh, anyway, uh, those sports getting underway. Don't know if you have any other news on any other sports uh, currently at Catholic High. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and hit our middle school football real quick. Before. Okay. Uh, middle school, fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth, both beat Cathedral last week on uh, Wednesday at home. We played it. We hosted them at home, and we both teams won. Um our 7th and 8th grade team supposed to travel to uh, Crowley tomorrow to play St. Michael's. And then our 5th and 6th grade team is supposed to host VC on Wednesday, assuming that the weather holds out. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we're supposed they to are, have they're rain. They're definitely calling for some rain on Wednesday, but that is the plan right now. So so those all those teams, I think they, they are undefeated in league play right now, doing a great job. Um, but, you know, so, so our coaches, our middle school coaches doing a good job with those kids. They're working hard. They're getting better week in, week out. So, you know, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch those young kids, you know, improve and get better and play play week in, week out. And I'm sure the playbook designed for them is similar to the varsity this, uh, to get them acclimated to uh, to where the varsity's playbook is also with the, yeah, with the we, plays they'll run. We try to get them to be as similar as possible. You know, I know things are a little bit different at that level, but, uh, but you know, I know our 7th and 8th grade coaches are very similar terminology-wise and things like that. And these um, are usually volunteer coaches, too. Yes, these are usually volunteer coaches. So right now our middle, our 7th and 8th grade head coach is my brother Bo Desermo. Okay. And uh, our 5th and 6th grade head coach is uh, Michael Hike. Um, okay. So those guys, have, they've been coaching those teams for a few years now. So, so it's nice to have some consistency. I'm not sure, you know, exactly how it's going to go in the future. But for right now, those, they've been in those places for a while. And, and, you know, it makes a big difference for those kids being in the same system year in, year out. Um, you know, from, from those young ages all the way up to high school, it makes my job a lot easier when they sure. come in as freshmen using that same terminology, even if it's not the exact same, which it shouldn't be, you know, those different levels of the game. 
but the terminology makes it so much easier when, when they're used to hearing the same run play names, the same pass concepts, protections, things like that. And, of course, uh, Bo being the father of Drew, is that correct? Bo is the father of Drew, that is Who's correct. Who's one of your offensive and defensive linemen at yep. Catholic High. Yep. Uh, with that, uh, I don't know, uh, Coach, uh, if I have any other sports uh, to cover right now, but uh, I know you got a heavy uh, – homecoming activities uh, with that. If you have any more sports, let's go ahead and maybe go to a break and uh, come back and talk about homecoming. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Real quick, with Cross Country competes um, this weekend at Acadiana Park for the Iberia Parish meet. Um, and then swimming competes again, I think, on October 24th is their next swim meet at Robin Show Center. So a lot going on at Catholic High with the sporting world. So uh, with that, uh, we need to take our next break, come back and talk about homecoming and all the activities uh, that go forth with it. So you're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with uh, talk about homecoming right after this. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Hi, I'm Corey Ebert, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. Coach, I forgot to bring up to uh, my era. Uh, you know, they had a big vote uh, last Tuesday up in Baton Rouge and uh, with about the select and non-select and uh, the playoff situation, and it looks like uh, the principals uh, in mass, I think it was 68% of the vote of the high schools that uh, showed up. I think they, uh, out of the 404 high schools, there were maybe uh, 300 that showed up or more, 380. I had a printout, too, I think I'd saved, of uh, basically the, how the schools voted. And most of the schools in this area voted uh, uh, for the uh, – uh, uh, the way the playoff situation is uh, now, and just some thoughts on you uh, with that. Yeah, so last Tuesday was you know was a pretty big day for for high school sports because up until then we didn't know what our playoffs were going to look like for this year. Um, you know, previously up until previ- prior to last year, um, the 2022 season, um, it had been you know the the eight divisions: division one through four select, division one through four non-select. By the time the definition of select basically just said it was just private schools and parochial charter parochial schools. Charter yeah. schools. So there were very few select schools at the time. So I think in like Division One, there were only ten schools in the playoff bracket. In Division Two, there were like twelve, which was between four A and three A. Division Three, which is what we were, had like maybe 
I don't know, 16, 12, I think, 14. 12, yeah, I don't yeah. think we had a full 16 because that's what the bracket size was. Well, they had uh, basically teams yeah. that didn't even want to play and, in the playoffs. And then, and then Division Four, which was the 1A, they had probably 25 teams. So they, they were the ones that, you know, could, could – Filled a full sixteen-team bracket. Okay. And on the other end, on the private, on the public side, there were, I mean, there were cool. tons of teams. There were a lot 30 of thirty and forty, fifty teams. Um. So you know, it, it it wasn't. It didn't. Now, I mean, not saying the playoff, not saying our brackets were easy, because uh, we still had you know some really good competition, really sure. good teams. But you know, it, it just it made it. It didn't make it quite as meaningful to make it to the playoffs at times because you can go zero and ten and qualify. Um, so last year, the executive, the EC, the executive committee, kind of changed the definition of select to include uh, most of the schools that have open enrollment, correct? Um, that have like academies, like the Lafayette Parish schools have, and things like that. So it, it pretty much split the select, non-select, almost fifty-fifty. It did. I think it was fifty-two forty-eight um, or something like that, two hundred four to one ninety something, or, yeah. or something of that nature. But the problem was, is that you know the, the LHSA, the association, is an association of the principals. Um, and kind of the way the EC did it, they kind of, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of all of it, but they kind of did it, you know, behind the scenes, kind yes. of throwing it out there, getting it done, um, which, you know, me as a coach personally, I thought it was great. Um, I thought the system was way better last year. Um, but, you know, I get it at the same time. You have to do your due diligence. You know, sure. if, it's a, if it's a principal's association, they should vote on it. Um, and that's kind of what ended up happening. You know, there was a group of principals that, that brought up a lawsuit um, saying that the yeah, way they – nine schools yep, up in Rapids Parish. Saying the way they did it was, Monroe. you know, unconstitutional in the LHSA constitution. So they ended up having to have this special session, um, and they had to have over 50% of, of the principals up, up, um, show up to even have a vote. Um, and like you said, they, they had quite a few more. I think 203 or 204 would have been 50%. They had like 360 yeah. or something like yeah. that. So a great, it was basically uh, what showed up. Uh, yep. But uh, things remained the same, which I yep. think uh, the principals felt comfortable with what was yep. going and, on. And like you said, it was about 67%, I think, that voted yeah. yes to, to, That's right. to keep the definition of select, which is what we had last year. Um, even one, even one of the principals who, who brought up the lawsuit, he got up there and he spoke and he, you know, he was very – diligent about mm-hmm. voting yes for it he said okay. you know i know i was one of the ones he said but the problem wasn't the system it was the way it was done right. um, you know i think i think this is what's best for the state of louisiana high school athletics in louisiana and uh you know that's that, that's you know that's kind of how i feel too i feel like you know it's not necessarily the be- always the best for individual schools but for the whole state as a whole um you know creating more of competition sure. a, a better playoff bracket looks better for our kids looks better for everyone well now we got homecoming activities and once you run through those we got a few more minutes uh, to talk about that yeah we have quite a few things going on actually right now as we speak uh, the paint war should be going on at school um, the high schools do paint wars at 6 30 p.m um, at five o'clock we had dodgeball between our elementary and middle school kids competed in that so so you know that's day one um, tomorrow we also had mass today um, tomorrow will be the Manther volleyball game, so it's juniors and senior boys that com- that play volleyball against each other after the varsity volleyball game. All right. Um, so there's no official start time. Powder Puff was supposed to be on Wednesday, um, but, but they moved inclement it. inclement weather could come into play. But because of the weather that should be coming on Wednesday, they moved it to Thursday at 2 o'clock. Um, so that's so they'll do that on Thursday as well. Then after that, after school, we'll have a par- our parade at 5.30 p.m. and the bonfire around seven after the parade um and then obviously friday we have uh the the homecoming um pep rally i think it starts at one or two i'm not sure okay Uh, we have a pep rally during the day um and then obviously we have the football game at seven o'clock against delcom 
And then after the game, there's going to be an adult-only party with, to um, announce the cast of the, the 11th Dancing with the Stores and the Mott Gym. Okay. So, so all those things are going on. Um, and then I think Saturday there's the alumni basketball tournament Saturday as well. Okay. Um, so a lot of activities going on at school absolutely. this week, which is great, you know, to keep the students uh, involved and even with the alums that come back and, uh, for their annual uh, reunions, whether it be the 10 years, 20 years, 30, and 40 years. Uh, I know I had the honor one year of uh, uh, my class celebration of the 50th year. And I walked the home the previous year's homecoming queen. So uh, whoever the seventy three class uh, this year will possibly walk last year's homecoming okay. queen. So uh, it should be interesting. It's a lot of fun, and uh, and you know they reinstituted that bonfire a few years ago. Uh, for years they didn't, couldn't have a bonfire for whatever reason mm-hmm. I can't recall. But I think it was reinstituted. I don't know uh, my memory. I'm taxing my memory here. Uh, um, Probably four or five years ago, okay. and the freshmen when I was in school used to gather all the boxes and wood and everything to build a bonfire. And of course, uh, the New Iberia Fire Department would be out there just in case. Yeah. You know, of course, we had a lot of dry summer this year, yeah. and I don't know what the burn ban is considering well, Iberia Parish. Well, I know last year um, the the fire department was there, and they actually put it out. And, and you know, at the end of the when it, once it was over, they put it out. They you know hosed it down. They shoveled it around. They did it. They they did their due diligence to make sure uh, nothing caught on fire. Yeah, Chief uh, Garden Copel uh, is the fire chief here in New Iberia for yep. the city. Anyway, Coach, uh, anything else? Uh, just about ready to wrap up the show here. Yeah, just you know, we have our golf tournament coming up on um, Saturday, October twenty first, which is which is getting pretty close. Um, One p.m. shotgun start. Uh, I believe we're still looking for golfers, sponsors, and cooks for different holes. Um, you know, this is going to benefit all CHS football teams from fifth grade to the varsity level. All right. Um, and then after the golf tournament, we're also going to have a, a like a silent auction kind of thing that goes on. Um, that's going to broadcast some of the the UL LSU games that are going on and all that kind of stuff. So a lot going on in Catholic High Homecoming. Of course, the Panthers host the Delcom Panthers uh, Friday night uh, airtime on Kane Radio will be around six thirty, six thirty-five with the kickoff at seven o'clock. And again, Coach, good luck to you uh, Friday night as you take on the Delcom Panthers uh, to get back on the win track as they say anyway in the meantime of course the chs coaches show was brought to you in part by gulf america wild rope romero's power sports sester wealth management the landscape ranch freeman's furniture all-state credit r&r glass hennigan team dentistry the ups store uh catholic high school must Patu, integrity rentals bnl engine repair gulf marine action specialties hmc forum senate campaign dr rosen's wigs group united fire and safety swing insurance stepco products colder cpas his fire and safety and musso's investment group and with that we'll say good night and god bless Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. 
Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman soon. At Cestia Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Cestia Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Cestia and Jenny Vizay at Cestia Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC, investment advice offered. Offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Cestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075.